0: I mean, you're Freddie Mercury. You've got this. Welcome to 2017. Now fuck us. Hello everybody, welcome to the Straight as a Pretzel, the manliest podcast this side of the ozone layer, where we discuss men, their perfect bodies, and beautiful smiles. No comma. As always, I am your host, Khmis, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, my dear Jared. Hello! The gay agenda for this week is, what is bisexuality, how it differs from pansexuality and different kinds of labels, and... As usual, and by usual I mean the second ever episode, we'll have another round of Fuck, Marry, Kill. You can find that and more with timestamps to individual topics and links where applicable in the episode description. So, Jared, how are you? Or should we just move on because we're quite short on time? Uh, no, I think we could take a couple of minutes just to, to warm up. I'm doing fine,
1: Chemist. Uh, as you know, but as no one else knows, uh I just finished moving and got all of my stuff set back up. Uh, and this is the first thing that I've done since moving into my new house. So looking forward to it, testing out the, the uh the new recording space.
0: I actually have an office now. Instead of just being in the middle of my living room. Nice. I'll have to send you a postcard. Oh all thanks. I'll just have to check how expensive is it. <laughs>
1: probably more than like a dollar i think that's what it costs to send most postcards in the states like you pay the dollar and you buy the postcard and send
0: it in poland it's roughly the same i'm expecting close. if it's under a five i'll think about it okay because otherwise for five dollars i can get a pretty good pizza
1: yeah yeah i'll have to send you my address you can look it up on google maps at least i already have it oh yeah that's right i gave it to you you and rage How are you doing this week, Kimmis?
0: Pretty good, considering it's Tuesday, so I'm not completely dead yet, even though at work I have to deal with some pretty stupid stuff, just legacy code that hasn't been used or worked in the past five years, and somehow I thought I could fix it, but fortunately I'm my pay doesn't really depend on it, so I don't care about it that much. At worst, I can say, nope, it's fucked. Speaking of which...
1: Yeah, so uh, I was really happy that you wanted to tackle some some of these topics, because as a, a therapist, I deal with some of this all the time, because I work with a lot of kids and teenagers who are exploring their sexualities for the first time. And uh, the question, what's the difference between bisexuality and pansexuality, and then the sort of greater... Uh, status of labels comes up pretty frequently
0: actually Um, so we can just go ahead and get started if you're ready Uh, yeah I'm ready I wanted to start with it because there are a lot of misconceptions even amongst LGBT community Mm -hmm. I mean not even misconceptions just there is lack of agreement between some definitions and that can make it quite difficult because the whole purpose of labels is to make discussion easier and if nobody can agree on the definition then it makes it even harder so maybe you as a therapist should start what is the definition you use what what is the difference between those two
1: well the difference between bisexuality and pansexuality a bisexual is someone who finds men and women attractive uh, whereas a pansexual is someone who finds all people attractive and you might be saying well that's the same thing but not really um because for example some bisexuals that i have have known or worked with um don't like people who are transgender to them that feels a bit off-putting like they can't place whether or not they are a man or a woman in their mind uh so and there's some other little little small things here or there um that might throw somebody off like if someone identifies as being um non-gendered like an asexual person or if someone feels that they're kind of a mix of both some bisexual people don't really go for that um so pansexual is basically just saying look I don't care if you're male or female somewhere in between if you're transgender or or not or whatever like I don't care if I find you attractive I find you attractive and nothing can turn me off at least in the realms of like gender and sexuality related stuff. So that's kind of a very broad answer on what the difference is between the two from a clinical standpoint. And that's the definition that we work with here in the United States. If you are a member of the uh, American Psychiatric Association or the American Association of Marriage and Family Therapists, which I'm a member of both. So that's the ethical standard by which we practice to, uh, to define the two.
0: Okay, and the problem is that uh, starting off how can I phrase it correctly? Uh, The assumption that bisexual uh, bisexual people are not attracted to transgender is the point that is often thought over because that kind of suggests that trans women are and me, uh, and trans men are not women and men they don't uh, fit ex- uh, fit exactly and I have seen people being called out simply because they identify as bisexuals for being transphobic which is weirdly but again it's the internet yeah I think people by and large just don't I mean there's no
1: clear and accepted definition by the general public um you know this is kind of like whenever you have i don't know an old wives tale or whatever that contradicts medical science but like not everybody knows all the medical science so they just go with whatever they've heard from you know their mom or whatever this is that sort of situation i think not everybody is just fully educated on what these different terms mean i mean honestly sometimes there are things that i hear and i'm like what in the hell is that what does that mean and then i have to go and spend some time looking it up Like, there was a swap uh, or a change, like, in the last year from LGBT to LGBTQ. And I was like, what is the Q? And I mean, that just means queer, but it's like, okay.
0: I've also seen questioning.
1: Okay, I've never heard questioning.
0: Yeah, I've heard it a couple times. I prefer to go for queer, because queer is more of a broad term that applies to pretty much anybody. Yeah, that would like to identify under uh, under this label but I've seen extended it to pretty much the whole alphabet uh, I've seen some poster here in Poland that was trying to promote LGBT, uh, LGBT issues and they used I think 12 different letters with no explanation what each one means and I was trying to figure it out and was unable to that is interesting.
1: I'd love to see all the different letters. I've seen I've seen a couple of extra letters beyond Q, but I've seen Z included. Uh, in case you don't know, the Z set of pronouns to describe people are supposed to be uh, non-gendered. It's Zir and Zir. So I've seen that included as well. The people who don't want to identify as either gender.
0: Yeah, for pronouns, I just use. I prefer singular they, it's much more ingrained into the English itself and without trying to create additional pronouns, which at least for now I think unnecessarily complicates the issue. Especially since if you just use they, most people won't even notice. Because this is sort of a st- extended standard form. But going back to the definition and the difference, the one I I like to go for, and I've seen many people agree, is that bisexuality is attraction to people of any gender, while pansexuality is attraction to people regardless of the gender. And this is a very slight difference that you pretty much cannot uh, observe from the outside, but still changes the actual experience and perception for the person themselves because by this definition it uh, it means that bisexual people experience the their attraction to people of different gef- uh, gender differently while pansexuals almost don't notice the gender when it comes to just attraction. That is a very slight difference but it can be big too. Yeah it's Very similar to what you mentioned, just slightly broader. And without this, bi equals two weirdness.
1: What I have to ask, are: do you identify as bisexual or or pansexual? Because I know
0: that you're attracted to both. I'm not quite sure. I usually say I'm bi because people are much more likely to understand it immediately without having to go into more discussion it strikes the balance between uh, briefness and precision and even though as as i'm getting older i st- think i'm starting to lean lean towards the other side i still use by right now because as i've already mentioned labels are for easing the communication sure you need labels a lot uh, if there are enough people who have different experiences, then it guarantees the separate label for them. However, if you have too, much, uh, too many labels, then it becomes unwieldy again because there is not much difference between the label and just listing every uh, single thing that it means because, again, people will not be familiar. So, just to reiterate, I s- Think I still feel the difference between my attraction to men and uh, men and women. I'm also attracted to androgynous people, but I still kind of perceive the difference between those. I'm not sure whether it will stay that way, and hopefully by then we have some better definitions.
1: Yeah, I definitely go straight to pansexual. Uh, no thought about it. Like for me, attraction is has very little to do with the physical component of the relationship and that's in all regards looks and uh what dangly bits you have or don't have um i just i find all all people can be attractive to me uh and then the greater part of the relationship which is what i think is more important for forming long-lasting relationships is compatibility personality that sort of thing so for me i i don't care male female androgynous trans cis whatever doesn't matter. I don't care. I can find you attractive. And if I want to make a a long lasting relationship for you, I don't care about any of your physical features, just your, your personality and your mental ones. But I mean, I do have to explain to people all the time, like I'm pansexual. Oh, what is, what is that? And I explain that. Oh, doesn't that sound like bisexual? Well, I mean, yeah, you can think of it that way, but here's the way I see it. And usually in a couple of minutes, people are like, okay, that makes sense. But I also love to explain it to them, and that's kind of part of my job, so it's fine.
0: Yeah, I think your job means you should be more precise. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for, for ease of communication, I see what you're saying. Most people, probably all people, understand bisexual, whereas in comparison, I think very few understand pansexual, but yeah, for what I do, like working with these people and explaining it to them, it it's to be more precise, to, to teach them more so that they can more fully understand and make their own, uh, decisions or feel their way through it, depending on exactly where they are is, is more important than ease of communication. So do you, uh, have anything else you want to add to that? Anywhere else you want to go? I feel like that was pretty, pretty straightforward. Actually, you put in the notes that you fought with people about it and I, I wasn't expecting a fight, but I was expecting a little more, I don't know, fire or something. Yeah, I mean, this is right in my wheelhouse, man. You are like, we are good. <laughs> I do. I deal with this stuff all the time. I'm there.
0: Yeah, basically, uh, what I thought over on people, even in LGBT subreddit, is that bisexual, uh, sh- bisexuality is somewhat, somehow transphobic. and But that's the internet for you. I'm pretty sure half of those people were trolls. Probably. I mean, bisexuality isn't transphobic. It just
1: has the the chance or the possibility where that you could exclude trans people from who you find attractive. And I don't think that's a, a phobic thing. I mean, if you are you know, if you're going out and being like I hate trans people, they are stupid and they are less than human or whatever then yeah, you're being transphobic. But if it's like, nah, I don't really find that. Like, that doesn't really turn me on. Well, that's cool. That's fine. You do you. Some people are turned on by Skinny people, some people are turned on by fat people, some people like beards, some people don't. That doesn't make me beard-phobic or not beard-phobic. It's just things that are less, more or less attractive, so.
0: Okay, that was shorter than I expected, so just shall we move on to Fuck, Marry, Indeed, we shall. So,
1: uh, in honor of this week, I'm assuming this is why you went this way, you decided to pick bisexual people for your list, and I did as well. Uh your list is first on the
0: the the topic sheet, so you can go first. Okay, so my three people is Angelina Jolie, Lady Gaga, and Shannon Purser, who played Barbara in Stranger Things. Yeah, so Angelina Jolie, this is interesting because I have a vague memory of reading some I'm not sure what it even was. A short biography or an interview and I remember that context of Angelina Jolie was the first time I've ever heard the term bisexuality. And somehow I forgot about it for four or five years. Because for four or five years, I oh, we'll talk about it, maybe some other episode. But yeah, I just didn't know it existed. And then Lady Gaga and Shannon Perser, I've, I've decided to throw in from some list because... Of all the long list of by people I could find, there weren't that many I actually knew. Because I don't follow news or celebrity gossip or anything. I'm in the same boat on that one. Looking at your list, I'm pretty sure you use the exact same website. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I would probably marry Shannon Purser, mostly because we're roughly the same age. Okay. And I'm that shallow that I don't want my <laughs> husband or wife die immediately. Unless they're really, really rich.
1: I mean all three of these are, are pretty rich people. Shannon Purser actually is probably the, the least rich of them because she's the newest to, to celebrity
0: or the newest yeah, and I'm not a materialist. Oh okay. Okay. I mean in this particular instance of three people. This one time I'm not a materialist. So you're gonna marry Shannon? I think I would fuck Angelina Jolie just to s- just so I can say I fucked Angelina Jolie and make Brad jealous. <laughs> Are they still together? Actually, I I don't know. Let me see. No, don't go- don't Google it. That's too try hard.
1: Oh, I've got her Wikipedia page open already. I was looking at some stuff because cause I'm gonna talk about Angelina Jolie for a second when I get when when it's my turn to go through your list.
0: Yeah, and that's just the... Killing off Lady Gaga for no particular reason other that I don't find her worthy pick for other two categories. All right. All
1: right. My take on your list is reverse of yours. Uh, I'm, I'm going to kill Lady Gaga. I don't find her very attractive. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of her music. It's not terrible, but I'm not the biggest fan. And uh, I just find her obnoxious. The, the best work that she does is honestly whenever she's not doing one of her shows and she's just doing the occasional sort of solo uh, performance where that she plays piano and sings her songs. She's a, an amazing pianist and has a wonderful voice when she just sings like, I don't know, a normal person, not like Lady Gaga. Not in her persona. Yeah, not in her persona. When she just sings and plays, she's amazing.
0: But her persona is, I don't know it's just not for me i find it interesting that in this day and age we have so many people with this huge discrepancy between how they actually are and the persona they play yeah that's one of the reasons why i'm i'm always just me on all the shows and everything that i do
1: i'm always just me that that makes it easy anyway so yeah i would kill lady gaga uh i would fuck shannon purser I've only seen a couple episodes of Stranger Things, so I only barely know who she is. Uh, and I've had a huge crush on Angelina Jolie for forever. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, and we got the internet for the first time, after I saw Angelina Jolie, like I was all the time, like trying to find her naked on the internet back in the dial-up days. Like I just, I've had a, a crush on her for forever. So I would, I would have to marry Angelina Jolie. Like she's one of the few female. Like celebrities that I have a crush on, like I tend to go more male crushes on celebrities, but she's she's one of the few women. So, also on her, I, I looked on her Wikipedia page. She and and Brad divorced uh, towards the end of last year, so uh, she's available.
0: So you're saying there's a chance?
1: Yeah, there's a chance. Somewhere a, there's there's a, a snowball in hell, and that's my chance.
0: You can be her rebound. After the one last sta- one one night stand with me. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah, and I've just looked. Somehow I missed this. Shannon Purser, I said, I just assumed we were roughly the same age. She's actually younger than me. How old is she? She was born in 97. Oh, wow. Jeez, that's 20. She's only 20. I would assume, I just assumed she's in her mid 20s. Nope, she is exactly 20. That's crazy. She probably has made
1: more money at this point in her life than I ever will make. Oh, that makes me kind of sad a little bit. Okay, my list, Kesha, Freddie Mercury, and Gillian Anderson. She was uh, most well known as Scully from the X-Files. Gillian Anderson still looks real good. Um, I saw her on Top Gear, I think it was last year, when the last season that Jeremy and Richard and and James were the, the presenters. And she still looks real good. Like, I, I didn't know who Gillian Anderson was at first. Like, I didn't recognize her name. And she walked on. I was like, oh, hey, that's Scully. And then, you know, they're they're talking. Like, yeah, you're most well-known as Scully from X-Files. So she's still doing good. Freddie Mercury, there's no rule that says we can't pick dead people. Uh, so <laughs> Freddie Mercury has to go on the list. Um, if we could, like, resurrect him or get, like, Zombie Freddy or something. Uh, and then Kesha. So this is tough. I'm between... Marrying Freddie Mercury and Jillian Anderson. Like, just because, like, all of the role play stuff we could do is her as Scully and me as Mulder. That would be so much fun. And we could base a wonderful life and relationship around that. Although, I would have to, like, reverse roles because I'm, like, super skeptical. And I'd have to be the one that was, like, no, I believe. it's They're out there. <laughs> so that would be tough. I'm kind of, like, talking myself into and out of this one at the same time. Freddie Mercury. Man, a chance to bring him back from the dead. Although he was, he had, I've seen a couple of biographies about him, and he was not the best person to be in a relationship with. He was very manic, uh, which would make him tough to be with. Uh, Kesha, great singer. I think she's very attractive. Um, But honestly, she's got the least to bring to the table in this one. So I'm going to have to kill Kesha. I'm sorry, girl. I do do like your songs, though, better than Lady Gaga. So you got that going for you hmm i think i think i'd have to to marry jillian anderson like i the the thought of role-playing scully and Mulder is just too great and we i mean we could do that once as part of a one-night stand but i want to have a lifetime of that so i'd marry jillian anderson and then fuck ghost freddie mercury or zombie freddie mercury or whatever because i mean it's freddie mercury right you got to
0: Yeah, so I would agree pretty much with this list. You cannot miss an opportunity to fuck Freddie Mercury. Also, I really like this mental image that Freddie Mercury wakes up and all they see is two two guys saying, Welcome to 2017. Now fuck us. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Let's fuck. Let's get it on. You have to sing as well while we do it.
1: I know you've been in the ground for, for a couple of decades, but, but I mean, you're Freddie Mercury. You've got this. Let's go.
0: Yeah, I would probably marry... Is it Gillian or Jillian? Jillian. Yeah, Jillian Anderson. I have actually n- didn't watch The X-Files, but I have watched... Yes, yesterday, I have watched American Gods, where she appears as one of the characters. And I've only now noticed because... If you Google her, that's one of the news topics that comes in.
1: I uh, I haven't seen American Gods. I've read the book. Good book. I'll have to watch that just
0: for her now. I'm not yet sure how big of a role she plays, but I'm pretty sure she will appear more than once. And I have not read the books. And since I have started the TV series, I don't want to spoil the series for myself now, but I definitely recommend it yeah i'll have to watch it
1: the... it's been a while since i read the books i read them in college uh i might not have read all of them because there's how many books are there there's a few i think
0: yeah and again that's leaves off killing the uh, killing kesha i don't really listen to music and from what i remember from the songs i know that was and that were hers i don't find them anything special I'm sorry, maybe on another list she would survive, but this is, the competition is just way too good. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't listen to music very much.
1: We should have an, an off-topic episode where we talk about music or something, or have a music podcast. God, I should just stop. I don't have all the time in the world. I'm not a professional podcaster, but I, I'd love to talk at least for a little bit about music, uh, because I'm with you. I don't listen to very much music. I'm mostly a podcaster and audiobooks guy define very much um every once in a while like i don't know every month or so or if i've had like a really really bad day uh, i'll listen to music i just i don't like when i get in the car podcast or audiobook when i'm playing games and i want something in the background podcast or audiobook when i record i usually like whenever rage and i record he usually has music in the background i usually don't sometimes i do but usually not I would say I listen to less than 12
0: hours of music a year. Uh not counting video game music. Yeah, I didn't count that. And couple uh, songs that I am just emotionally attached to. I haven't really listened to music in 5 or 6 years just or all... of course if it's some I'm somewhere and the music pl- uh, plays I will not walk out but out of my own volition, I haven't really listened to music in five or, or six years, ever since I have discovered podcasts. Right now, I am a literal podcast addict. I listen to m- more than 40 hours a week. I do too. I, can't, I have my stats pulled up right now, today and yesterday, because I were at work. I, wor- I listen to 10 hours both days, and that is kind of on the low side. That is
1: pretty good. That's more than I get to listen to. Um, I get to listen to about five, four or five hours a day because of my job. Um, I spend a lot more time in the car than I used to because I do in-home therapy.
0: Because your job is to deal with people.
1: Yeah, actually, it's probably three to four hours a day. Four to five is a little high. So between that and then listening at home, uh, and I'm constantly behind. My podcast uh, playlist grows continually
0: faster than I can whittle it down. Well, I explicitly manage just manually uh, my playlist so it's never longer than ten hours but I have nine hundred sixty episodes in my backlog that is pretty good and it was one thousand uh, over a thousand just three days ago I've just went through a bunch of short ones and around this time I will start looking for new feeds because I only have 960 episodes left. What if I run out?
1: Yeah. Let's see. My podcast feed has something in the neighborhood. 67 hours, 32 minutes.
0: Filthy casual.
1: Yeah, I'm also a podcast addict. But podcasts are so good. They're so much better than music. They're better than audiobooks. Sometimes I need a break and so I'll listen to an audiobook, but podcasts are so good.
0: We should totally have a
1: podcast podcast. We could. We could. Well, I think that about wraps us up for this episode. So you can shoot us an email at straight pretzel at gmail.com or send a tweet to at straight pretzel. All of this plus more
0: can be found at straight pretzel.wordpress.com. Our intro music is Disco Meduse by Kevin Mcloyd. Find more at Incopetech.com. Remember if your would go gay for list is longer than five people, you ain't
1: straight, but you're in great company. Say fabulous. fabulous.